Sports go sports. The anthem of our generation. Today is the day. Of sportsing. Of sports. National Sports Day. The national holiday that it should be. Yes. Um, is upon us. Well, it's a good thing that this takes place on the Lord's Day because we don't want anybody work, working anyway. That's a commandment, by the way. You should right. be working on the Lord's Day. Thou shalt not work on thy day of Peyton Manning. <laughs> on Peyton Manning Day. On Peyton Manning <laughs> slash Tom Brady Day. Yeah. But um, I don't know. But Does that I, mean that everyone who's working at the Super Bowl right now is going to go to hell? Probably. Oh. Rightfully so. Sinners. I was going to make a joke about since this comes out tomorrow yes. that um, – you know that there was quite the terrorist attack on uh-huh. the Super Bowl. I know that was that it? was awful. Man. It's sad that everybody's dead now. Oh, so uh, it looks like we're not going to have any more Super Bowls. Nuts! Damn it! Damn it! The Chargers never made it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw on on the Onion they were doing their little quips about every Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and then like underneath some of them there was like fun fact. It was like the the uh, the, the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions will never go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the truth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, hello there. This is Mike of the world famous podcast, The Skinny with Mike and Adam. Uh,. This isn't part of the podcast format. I had to actually insert this audio while I was doing post-production, because guess what? We had some audio issues. Uh, Well, it turns out uh, one of our microphones gave out a bunch of times uh, while we're doing our feed topic and the intro of the show. Uh, So um, all that stuff is kind of unusable because it just consisted of Adam talking to himself for most of the time. Uh, but it only lasted for about like half an hour into our conversation, so we, you know, we saved like the majority of the show. Um, but uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that I had to cut the uh, feed slash our plugs slash most of the intro banter. Uh, so I'm just gonna kind of just briefly go over what we talked about, uh, so at least we can have a bit of a news topic. You can just pretend that Adam and I are discussing them in a mature and thoughtful and uh, very calm manner. Anyway, uh, since we recorded this on Super Bowl Sunday, we talked about the Madden Bowl prediction, which they have, which is they've been, which has been going on for 14 years now, and they've only gotten wrong uh, three times. Well, the Madden Bowl predicted that the Carolina Panthers would beat the Denver Broncos uh, 24 to 20. Spoiler alert: it was wrong. The Broncos totally demolished the Carolina Panthers. Oh, uh, we also discussed uh, Man Overboard uh, announcing they're going on a hiatus tour, and uh, we are going. And we decided that we're going to go to their April A show at the Chain Reaction in Anaheim, California. So that will be fun. Uh, Man Overboard, if you remember, uh, their latest album from 2015, Heavy Love, uh, was Adam's number three album of the year. Terrific album. Go check it out if you have a chance. Uh, Seosin finally released a uh, some new music via a 33-second teaser over on uh, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and all their social media pages. Uh, so, uh, and, this is, uh, and this is them reuniting with their re- original singer, Anthony Green. And we just kind of talked about how the song sounded exactly like a Circus, Regret- Circus Survive song. So that was anticlimactic. Uh, let's see, Dustin Kensrew, lead singer of Thrice, who Thrice will have a new album coming out this year, uh, announced this past week that he's going to be releasing a new live album. And the album is going to be called Thoughts That Float on a Different Blood. And it's a cover album, a live cover album that he recorded back in December, and that will be releasing on March 18th. Uh, a lot of great uh, artists that he's going to be covering, including Lord, Radiohead, Miley Cyrus... Uh, Tom Waits, uh, Counting Crows, a bunch of great tracks, and we're both uh, very much looking forward to that. And uh, we also briefly touched upon um, former lead singer of, um, sorry, Further Seems Forever and uh, how he passed away. Uh, There is a GoFundMe page to help his uh, 12-year-old son get a college fund, uh, and that's been going on for a couple days now. Goal was $100 thousand dollars and there as of today they're up to eighteen thousand uh so without further ado let me go back to the uh, rest of the show uh where the audio 
did not get corrupted. And uh, you get to hear Adam and I discuss our trips to Montana and Missouri. One of us went on vacation while the other visited family for unfortunate reasons. Uh, please enjoy. Just got back from a place. Do you want to talk about your suicidal thoughts first? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you? Are you have a plan? I'll just kill myself like a normal person. If I talk, if I talk about it with you, then I'm not going to do it. Damn it. <laughs> well, I don't want you to not follow through on your dreams. Yes. But thank I you. still want to know <laughs> so that afterwards, when they say, "Adam, you were his best friend. Didn't you see it coming?" Yes, of course I, I saw it coming. <laughs> but I want him to follow his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I told him to go through with it because you're not <laughs> quitters never prosper. Wait, cheaters never prosper. Cheaters never prosper. Quitters never. Quitters always kill themselves in the end. Because <laughs> um, you know that, that everybody's going to look at me and why I didn't do something to stop you. Because mm-hmm. you are a mental health professional. Too. There's that, mm-hmm. and also friend. Yes. I might be closer friend than... Friend first, and then middle <laughs> professional second. I, I might be closer than other friends you have. Yeah. Except for maybe your roommate. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, like, then everybody's going to turn to me, and I have to live with that guilt for the rest of my life. You'll get over it. But hopefully, and as I'm flying to your funeral, the plane will crash. Oh. And then we can be slow dancing forever. Oh, slow dancing on the inside. Because if, if, if I hadn't have done that, then I would have lived out my life looking for answers. Mm-hmm. But luckily, all have died. And so we I... don't have to think about it anymore. Yes. Yes. And then we'll, and then we'll be slow dancing and we realize, oh shit, there's an afterlife. Ah shit, off, we, followed, <laughs> we followed the wrong ideological path. Damn it. Right. Now we're in hell. Now we're in hell, burning <laughs> eternally. But at least we're dancing. <laughs> and I'm still downloading music for you. <laughs> I was totally thinking about that since, okay. Since I'll, I'll explain. Do you want to talk about Montana first? Oh, okay. <laughs> I went to Montana uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yes, uh, that was to a, see our friends. To see our one of my good friends, Joe. He was one of the. He was one of my groomsmen at my wedding. He's been on the show before. He's been on the show briefly, very briefly. As has his lady friend. Yeah. Did you Did you know that he married a porn star? Are they married now? Oh wait, not married. I'm sorry. <laughs> did you know he's dating a porn star? <laughs> yeah. I heard stories. Yeah, it was, it was the porn star we interviewed. Right, Anna, Anna. Lee. Ana. Ana. <laughs> did you forget already? Yeah. <laughs> she actually asked how come she hasn't been on the show lately. I was like, oh, we got to do that. We, we got to really follow should. up on Ana Lee. We got to come up with some more questions. Yeah, that would, that'd be great. But anyway, yeah. Uh, but how last, was it? Actually, rewind a bit. Last year, around this time. Uh, I was struggling through the fact that my wife left me. I remember vividly to Super Bowl 49. Oh. Um, Mike and his daughter showed up at our Super Bowl party, sans April. Yeah. Feb- early February. Yes. Um, Mike dropped his daughter off and proceeded to stay in his car, of which we could hear everything that was being uh, said oh. in the car. I didn't realize Because we had the windows open. Oh. And <laughs> there, there, there was loud language. Curse words. Oh, Zoe, would you like to watch the Disney Channel? Let's not. Let's pretend like things aren't happening well, out in the car. <laughs> I've heard of that. I didn't know that we were. Okay, oh yeah, sorry. You you were you were very angry that day. Well, of course I was. And then you went on to have a have a pleasant evening. <laughs> of, I'm fine, you guys. <laughs> of watching Tom Brady win the Super Bowl. Man, doesn't Tom Brady look like he's happily married? <laughs> <laughs> you were having a bad day. I don't know what was triggering that that whole argument at the time. But that was probably one of many things. I'm sure. Yeah. But Mike was not in a good place. No. And I was thinking, like, hopefully by next year I can ask Mike. So, what was going on during that day, Mike? Yeah, I actually don't know. It was probably one of many things. Just you know, the fact that she left me and she was still being very rotten to me and like not giving me my peace and okay, like just she was she was just making the whole situation rough. But anyway. Because anyway. I was going through a rough time, one of my good friends, Joe, who recently moved to Montana. <laughs> one of your good friends, Joe, decided to move away because yeah. you were having such a hard life. Actually, he moved away in uh, August of 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. My wife left me in November of 2014. Uh, but uh, but he found when he found out about the, the divorce, like, he was like, you know what? You need a break. So you should come up to Montana and we should 
you know, have you should relax and you should ease your mind a bit. It's like okay, slow dance forever. We should slow dance in the snow. <laughs> and uh, so he and he invited me to go up, and I was like, okay, sure. Let me get my taxes done. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. And I will. I'll. And I'll save money for a plane ticket, and I'll go up there. And uh, so I get my taxes done. <laughs> and and one of the numbers was not as big as you. Well, the number thought. was pretty big, but there was also a negative. Oh, there was a big line in front of because. It. I don't want to get too much into it, but my ex-wife kind of fucked me over. No. Yay! <laughs> anyway. Goodbye, so, money. Yeah, so I wasn't able to like go there at the time that he requested, but I kept telling him, okay, I'm going to save my money, and I uh, just put a little aside here and there each month, and, uh, and I'll be able to go. And I did. I, I, I finally afforded a plane ticket up to beautiful Bozeman, Montana. Ooh. And, did you uh, fly into Bozeman, or was it a different city that you flew into? No, Bozeman has its own little toy airport. Cool. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and and they live ten minutes away from the airport. Uh-huh. So, uh, so I got there at like eleven fifteen p.m. and then I went and 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 the, and the whole like airport was deserted. I thought right. there was, I thought there was an apocalypse. <laughs> Was it one of those, like, the, this exit is here and the other exit is there? Literally there, yeah. yeah. Literally, I, literally, I got off the plane, and I probably took, like, 65 steps, and I was outside the door. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's cold. <laughs> it wasn't that, that cold. Like, oh, okay. uh, but it, it was It was snowing. only in the 40s. No, actually, it wasn't, like, when I landed, it was, like, in the teens. Oh, God. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, as cold as I thought it was going to be. I still brought, like, jackets and stuff, but... Whatever. Anyway, so I, so I get there and like and, and, and Anna Lee picks me up mm. and, and and we drive like 10 minutes like, oh, this is our apartment. I'm like, oh, we're here. That's convenient. <laughs> That's convenient. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've, I've, I've spent I spent four days in uh, Montana. I learned how to snowboard. That was awesome. You posted a video. Yeah. I was snowboarding. I don't know if it was you. Yeah. Joe was videoing holding. or if it was Joe. Videoing. Joe was videoing. Okay. So that was you snowboarding. That was me snowboarding. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I learned how to snowboard. We I could kind of tell it was you just because of kind of the the, the panicked body language you had yes. in that moment, <laughs> <laughs> standing up straight. <gasps> yeah, because I was still learning how to uh, leaf my way down. If you don't know that term, it's when you turn it's when you turn the uh, snowboard horizontally, and you have to learn how to coast yourself down before you before you stand in your dominant uh, stance to go awful. down like like a like a big boy right and, uh, <laughs> like a real man like a real man and so we went down the mountain six times wow uh the first time took an hour to get down because <laughs> i kept falling of course <laughs> uh, and, and this is after doing the bunny hill twice joe said okay i'm gonna teach you how to snowboard on the bunny hill we're only gonna be there two times because i don't want to be on the bunny hill all day <laughs> i was like okay fine i'm not a child i'm not a child man <laughs> i'm a real man look at my chest hair right <laughs> Joe's got a lot of chest hair. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so yeah, so we go down. So I go down the bunny hill. He teaches me how to stop. You almost killed a few people. I almost killed a man. <laughs> a man or woman? I, I almost killed a big man who was waiting for his already experienced skier kids his, to come down the bunny the, hill. The eight year olds. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck you, kids. I have a car. Fuck you. <laughs> So so yeah so after after the bunny hill I was like okay we're we're going up the mountain and this mountain was no joke um like it's not like a super steep mountain but I mean like it's no joke I mean it was like a mile and a half up we went up the ski lift for like a mile wow. and a half it, it takes like six or seven minutes to get up to where the ski lift drops you off okay. it's a long it's a long way <laughs> and you're just watching it like oh my god I'm gonna go down at this actually hill. I wasn't too nervous okay. I knew I was gonna fall a lot I, and I came to peace with that okay but I. But I told myself if I can make it down the hill one time or make it down the mountain one time without falling once, it'll be a successful day. <laughs> so the first time I already I, I, I the first time we went down the mountain, Joe took me to like the I guess the easiest path is it's the most it's the most uh consistent slope. Okay. So so he's continuing to teach me there and I'm feathering down. He's te- he's, he's teaching me how to leaf down and feather down the mountain where you just kind of sway side to side until you get your footing. You learn how to control the board a little bit more. And and I get up, fall, get up, fall, get up, fall. <laughs> literally, literally for an hour, I can tell Joe is getting oh, like man. impatient with me. Right. And uh, like, Stop falling, a-hole. And, and like I hurt my knee really bad too because uh, I fell forward. Of course. And my ass was starting to hurt because I kept falling on my ass. <laughs> and oh, the, the, so about time, about trip number three up the mountain is that it's starting? It starts to be where I'm starting to get the hang of it, and I, I can actually go down my dominant stance for a little bit. Right. I'm still having trouble like turning left and right a little bit, but as long as I 
as long as I put myself back in leaf position, then I can at least control my board. Okay. I f- so by then I'm only falling like three or four times. And the fourth time we go up is when you saw that video. And that's uh-huh. when we first started to go down probably one of, more, one of the more challenging hills. That okay. one's a little bit more steep, has uh, a lot more drops than the other one. I was going to say three or four times is not that bad. Yeah. And, and, and remember, I'm, I'm going down for like a mile and a half. Right. So that's, that's a lot of trips. And, and even when you're like going on what is perceived as straight ground, yes. you're still going really fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that about skiing. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> especially, like, oh my God. especially when once you've learned on snowboarding how to do your dominant stance, flat ground means nothing. You're still going <laughs> at bullet speed. Right. <laughs> so by the fourth time, I'm starting to get the hang of it. Like I'm actually going down like a snowboarder. I fall here and there. And uh, there's, cause there's a couple times in really loose snow where I'm losing my footing and I'm still falling. And there was one time on – I'm pretty sure it was uh, like the last hill that you go down before you get to the lodge area. Okay. Uh, it, it's like where all the hills kind of converge. Right. And uh, so that – on trip number four, I'm going down that hill uh, and I'm going down like a snowboard. I'm going really fast. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm like, okay, it's time to slow down. So I, so I turn my body – into leaf position, and I'm slowing down a bit. But then over to my left is a is a young lady. She's Uh-oh. probably like 11 or 12 <laughs> on her skis. Great. And she's bulleting towards me. Oh, God. And I can't turn to the right because I'm already in leaf position. So I'm like, so panicked, panicked snowboarder Mike is like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just go back to my dominant stance <laughs> and and and. Beat her so right. we don't cross. You'll jump in front of her. So apparently in her mind, she was like, oh, I know what I'll do, skier girl. I'll ski sharply to the right so that we, so our paths don't cross. Well, okay. that didn't work on both of our ends because apparently, because we very, we almost like collided. Oh, so my snowboard hit the back of her skis. Oh, she did not fall, okay. but I ate it. That like I spun like I I I I clipped her the back of her skis, and I immediately fall to my back. I hit my head. I was oh. wearing a helmet, uh-huh. which is good because I could have gotten a fucking because probably it, it, like I, I I'm pretty sure I blacked out for like two seconds. <laughs> uh, so but I'm but I tumble like six times, Jeez. and she stops her skis. She's like, "Sir, are you okay?" Are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like. I'm like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Old are man, you okay? are you okay? <laughs> uh, come here, little girl. Let me take a look at you. <laughs> so she skis away after she finds out I'm not dead. <laughs> are you alive? Okay, bye. <laughs> but I lay there for like, oh man, a good like 45 seconds because like my head really hurts, man. Oh. And like, and Joe's like waiting at the thing. He thinks I'm just joking around. Like, yeah, like, yeah. oh come on, get up, you jokester. <laughs> like he see he saw me fall because mm-hmm. he he made it to the bottom of the lodge before I did, and he saw me fall and. Oh boy, I, did That's I fall? Exactly how my experience would be. I'm yeah. sure if I was to go on a snowboard. <laughs> so as soon as I got back up, I'm, I'm like, I, 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 I just unclipped the snowboard off my boots, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go sit down. So me and Joe go sit down in the lodge. I have a bunch of water. I'm, and by this time I'm drenched in sweat. Oh god. Yeah. So imagine <laughs> Even the it's outside cold. of my clothes wet from the snow. Right. The inside of my clothes wet from sweat. <laughs> and like I'm I like, somehow lost thirty pounds okay, while I was there. Let's go back up again, Joe. So. Trip number five is a successful trip. I only fall once. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, we're going to do I this. got this. We're going to fucking do this. Trip number six. This is 15 minutes before they close the ski lift because it's going to be like, you know, they have to close the ski lift before it gets dark because nobody right. wants to ski down a mountain in the pitch black. Yes. Even though they do have night skiing at some places, but obviously not. Yeah, not, in, not, not, not here. There was no lights or anything. So they had to close before the sunset. So we, we go up to the final time. We go down the most challenging lane. Oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I made it all the way down without falling once. And Excellent. I was in my dominant stance, and, and uh, yeah, I felt, I felt good. And you were able to stop without tumbling? I was able to stop without tumbling <laughs> six times and getting a concussion. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, so that was fun, man. And then we went ski, and then we went sledding. Uh-huh. And we went sledding the day prior. We went shooting. Uh, I mean, I shot a gun for the first time. Ooh. Yeah, a little, a little uh, hunting rifle. Just went out into the open public area and went shooting. Oh no, we went. Yeah, <laughs> in a mall. We went to right. A mall. <laughs> we went shooting at random people. No, we we went. We we did like a little. Uh, the most dangerous game. Man. man. <laughs> we went up to. We went up a. We went up a mountain by the lake. We hiked up for like a mile, and we went to a designated shooting area. And, and wow. Joe had clays. Like he had that little. He had that little launcher thing with a little clay. 
clay plates and mm-hmm. you know, we took turns like throwing it in there, uh, throwing it up in the sky, and I learned, and I, I hit like seven of them. Whoa! <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Who would not, have thought you were such a natural? I, I wasn't that much of a natural like the first time. Like I missed maybe ten of them. Oh, okay. and then the rest of the clays, like I I think I successfully hit seven. I was going to say, you, you were going to make me really nervous if you were that much of a natural. <laughs> I know. Like, like, well, you know, hmm. I'm really good at killing things, especially like, myself. If I had one of these at work, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling too good today. Maybe I should just get my rifle and just, open, and just you know. Open fire open on my fellow fire man. On my, open fire on my, on my fellow man uh, and then myself. We can't, we can't talk about that. We live too close to San Bernardino. Oh. But aiming at yourself oh. in your garage is probably a better Pretty option. safe. Yeah. Just remember, they're all going to ask me why you did it. So think should we about just have me. A, should we just have a fight before? Like, should I just call you? Like, Adam, you suck, and you always have sucked. I don't You're think that's going to work. Suckiest sucker. Because they're going to still say, Adam, why did he do it? Like, I don't know. We had this really bad fight, and then so you, it was your dead. Yeah, exactly. Oh shit! <laughs> Apparently, I don't so know. I'll just make it look like an accident. Then, like, I'll take a bunch of sleeping pills and then put a bag over my face. <laughs> Accidentally, <laughs> accidentally, I, I accidentally ingested a bunch of sleeping pills with a bag because I walk around right. my house with a bag over my face, right. just like everyone. Because I'm into like autoerotic asphyxiation. Yes, yeah, it's much safer than having a belt on here. You know what was funny? Our Roomba <laughs> apparently was running yesterday, sure. and Don didn't know uh, that she hadn't closed the door to our bedroom. Okay, so when she got home, the Roomba was in our closet, <laughs> covered in a belt, <laughs> wrapped. <around. laughs> <laughs> that is the most adorable erotic story I've ever heard. Was, we all knew what he was trying to do. Like, Finally, I'm in here. And he was right there next to the vacuum cleaner. Oh. So I think he was a little turned oh. on with the vacuum cleaner. Ooh, yeah. To that vintage porn. <laughs> <laughs> that vintage three years ago porn. <laughs> yeah, so I had a good time in Montana. And I it, it really helped me uh, you know, get a lot off my mind. I've been having a really tough time this 2016 because my girlfriend left me. And uh, so I haven't been taking that very well. And uh, so you had a vacation too. Yeah. Speaking of people leaving you. <laughs> oh, this time is forever. Since I had a super duper old grandpa who wasn't doing well, who, you know, I had plenty of fond memories of my grandfather through the years. Yes. And uh, he, he passed away last Friday on January 29th. I'm very which sorry to hear that. was sad and stuff. So I'm like, fuck. Now I got to go get on a plane to Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And um, so Why does I, this flag only have 39 stars? 49 I, stars. <laughs> I'll be deep in the cool, cool ground before I recognize Missouri. <laughs> so hanging out with old people, there's a lot of Simpsons references you pick up on. Sure. It's, um, old man yells at cloud. <laughs> yes. Um, for my grandma, it was because, you know, she, she doesn't walk so well. So oh. I was, you know, going up a step was really difficult because her... Her parking lot in front of her senior senior citizens facility has one step from the parking lot up to, you know, the sidewalk. Ooh, that's tough. And so I was always thinking about when they're taking the tour of Itchy and Scratchy Studios, and Grandpa asks, "Are there any stairs? Just one." Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there was a little bit of that, but yes, I had to go get on a plane. I arrived in Joplin, Missouri, mm. which sounds very similar to Bozeman. Montana, because it was windy and it was 30 degrees when I landed and the plane was going up and down sideways as we landed. And then we dropped a good like 100 feet out of nowhere. Is this the afterlife? <laughs> so it was just like vroom, a probably good five seconds, I'd say, of, wow. of that feeling like you're on a roller coaster. And I had my iPod on at the time. I was listening yes, to someone who doesn't like <laughs> yeah. it been fucking terrifying. I was listening to the lead singer syndrome with Spencer Chamberlain mm-hmm. and <laughs> wonderful was, episode, by the way, we all just kind of held on and everybody in the cabin was just like, that wasn't fun. Um, but what we landed just fine. It was like fucking, do you want to name drop the, uh, the airline American Eagle? It's the only one that goes to Joplin, Missouri. Oh yeah. There's only one that. ticket counter <laughs> in that airport. <laughs> It's outside. It's a sweaty guy in a trench coat. I'm like, hey man, you want to go to Joplin? <laughs> so it was I nice. Good price. We landed probably about ten o'clock at night, and guess how far Joplin is from Springfield, Missouri? I'm gonna say ten minutes away. I'm gonna say eighty miles. That's a lot of miles. <laughs> that's from here to San Diego. Yeah, that's pretty far. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, I've driven to San Diego before. It's not that bad. Did but you then I was like, so I rented a car. Yeah. 
Luckily, they have rental cars at the tiniest of airports <laughs> with one little 22-year-old girl who was morbidly obese mm. <laughs> telling me, do you want to pay for the tank of gas? And I was like, oh, man, no. And I was like, how much is gas right now? A dollar thirty-nine a oh, gallon. <laughs> in Bozeman, it's a dollar seventy-nine. Oh God! In, in Springfield, it was a dollar twenty-five. Holy shit! Yesterday when I left. In California, right now, the lowest I've seen it is two fifty-three. I saw two thirty-nine. Two thirty-nine in Temescal Canyon. Oh, cool! Yeah. But anyway, that's outside of Corona, home of Travis Barker. Yes. Anyway. Um, the show. <laughs> so of course I was like, yeah, I'll pay for the tank of gas. It was only 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I drove through the night on old route 66 mm-hmm. all the way. Um, the, the Joplin's nice enough to have roundabouts because we need those yes. in America. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a little confusing when your GPS says at the roundabout, take the third exit. <laughs> like, <What? laughs> like, I don't know what that means. You have a roundabout over here at the, uh, at your plaza. Where the target is? Yeah, inside the parking facility. Yeah. Well, you mean like an actual <laughs> inside roundabout? The, yeah. Okay. Not one that's like two streets intersecting. <laughs> so it took me a good you know, hour and a half to get to Springfield. And there's like no traffic, yet no streetlights anywhere. Fun. For the entire drive. So that was fun. Because there's no life. I know. So it was windy and cold. And when I woke up in the morning, it was like 19 degrees outside. Uh-huh. And all the cars were frozen. And that that wasn't fun, oh. but I did get to visit with my family, whom, whom I have not seen in a very long time, and got to do the whole funeral home thing, mm. and spend time with my grandma and my mom, and them to tell me stories about my toddlerhood as I'm regaling them with stories of my joys of living with a toddler, yes, and my potty training <laughs> compared to my daughter's potty training, yeah. and to hear <laughs> did more stories. See your butthole too. Oh yeah, everybody saw my butthole. Saw your butthole. Because <laughs> my mom sent me from Fallbrook to Illinois Hmm. when I was three years old. Hmm. And when I came back after uh, two months, apparently of being there, I was potty trained. Oh, there we go. (laughs) I stayed with my grandparents for two months because my dad refused to take time off of work while my mom was recovering from breast reduction surgery in 1982, three ish. And my dad was like, Oh no, I have to, you know, live in San Diego for for three, four days this, out of the week. This is important. Like, you know where Fallbrook is, this. right? Yeah. And you know where San Diego is. That, that's a long way. That's 45 minutes drive. Yes. That's what I drive to San Bernardino right. from Menifee. But that's a long way, My dad man. lived in, would live in San Diego for four days out of the week and come home on the weekends and Wednesday. Yeah. And he would, yeah. That, that, so let's send you to So that's like Missouri. me saying, you know... Since I live, I work in San Bernardino. I'm just going to live in San Bernardino Three days for week. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah, and come home Friday night. Yeah, well, I'm logical, right? No, that's <laughs> bullshit. So thanks, Dad, for <laughs> for all ruining that. your childhood <laughs> and not so, potty training you. I know. So apparently, it got me potty trained though. <laughs> so we we regaled with stories of that. Um, but yeah, then I came home yesterday. Is your dad still in this room? No, he's in the garage now. Oh, okay, where he belongs. <laughs> I just thought that was ridiculous. I'm like, my dad wouldn't do a 45 minute drive or move closer to San Diego. Man, back then, gas was like 27 cents a gallon, dude. That was expensive. <laughs> You're asking it a lot. It was. I mean, the way I looked at it was like my parents had one of those shitty, you know, early 80s mortgage rates on their house. Yeah. It was like 19% to buy a house. Back oh, then. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like part of that I could understand. Like, I need to but... stay in this house. Otherwise, it's the. <laughs> Otherwise, the interest rate will go up. <laughs> like both of them had full time jobs. Mm-hmm. My dad was working for like a computer company before like before computers, computers were invented. Yeah, he was like like in one of those companies that was updating bank systems on their on turning them in over into computers for Y two K. It was yes, dad's fault. We had Y two K. It was. <laughs> so um, it wasn't like they were short on money at the time. But yeah, my dad couldn't afford that eighty-nine cents of <laughs> of gas. What? That's almost a dollar. But the problem with him was that he wanted to work from you know six a.m. until ten o'clock at night. That was. I mean, it's not like you're life. related to him. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Oh. They, then they were just like, you know, your dad just didn't know what to do with you 
until you were about six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck. That's the way I feel around my fucking kid right now. It doesn't You're mean I'm going to go father. live in San Bernardino for four days a week. Maybe you should, Adam. <laughs> Your dad got it right. I was like, you know, we all have those thoughts of just like abandoning our family. Yeah. But we, the problem is that we don't act on them. Why not? I mean, your wife acted on hers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't act on them. That's, that's what you were saying. Right. We shouldn't. <laughs> okay, your wife hasn't abandoned your child. You guys share your custody and whatnot. No, she just abandoned me. <laughs> <laughs> but while you guys were together, was she living four days a week not with you? Leading up to the divorce, she was actually not sleeping in the house. That was just within the last few months, right? Six yeah. months? Okay. She so my dad was doing that four years before my parents got separated. <laughs> Whoa. Well, there we go. <laughs> it just kept it going. Those are my earliest memories was just like my, my, my dad is only here one day a week and then he would sleep on the couch for the no weekend. Offense, your dad seems like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom and grandma were trying to be like, that's just the guy that he was. <laughs> yeah, that's the nice way of saying it. <laughs> but yeah, my grandma seriously flew out here from Illinois Stayed in Fallbrook with my parents for two days and then just took me back to Illinois for two months. <laughs> I was three. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she put me in daycare. It's a great in way Illinois. of not developing a fear of flying, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she put me in like two different daycares during that time. Jesus. So, like, I was like, I remember having this, this overwhelming fear of those daycares because I can, I can remember them yeah. here and there, but like, my grandma was just taking me like, okay, we're going to go here and then I'm going to go and you're going to stay with all these strangers. <laughs> grandma. I know. And yeah, which made uh-huh. me very happy that my child did not respond to daycare in the same way. I remember <laughs> responding to daycare. Well, yeah, you didn't fucking abandon her. <laughs> but anyway, my grandpa died. Yeah. <laughs> and we got to hang out with him and then we got to hang out with his ashes and I know he was ninety two. Your grandpa, very close. Yeah, very close. I mean, he he really wanted me to be the kind of boy that he was mm. in you know the twenties. Chopping wood, <laughs> where it was like, okay, you wake up in the morning and you would just leave your house and then come back for dinner. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so, like every that was, parent's dream. That was his his childhood yeah. though. Like he had his little group of friends and they lived in very rural. Um, you know, uh, East St. Louis area and they would like go to one of their friends farms and like hang out on their farm and learn how to, how to be farmers and how to milk goats. And you know, it was in the day where like, if you're at somebody's house, then their parents basically took care of you for the day. And at the end of the day you went home and you hung out with your family Man, every parent's (laughs) dreams to not have their fucking stupid kids around. But my grandpa was like five, and yeah. they would just be like, hey, have a good day. <laughs> See ya. Go be a boy. Yeah. <laughs> Go so, learn what I will never teach you. I know. So my grandpa knew a lot of those like those skills. Yeah. Of course, he did not pass them on to his three daughters, but he tried with me uh-huh. because I was the first grandson in the family. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, finally, a boy that I can teach. So he would teach me how – he would want to teach me how to like make things out of wood. Hmm. And Yes, he was a whittler. Yeah, he was a whittler. And he made barrels. Oh, like he he was a cooper Ooh. in his retirement Ooh. years, and he worked in um, at Dollywood in in Tennessee. Really? Yeah, making barrels. And there's that's pictures dope. of him and Dolly Parton from the 80s. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, she really enjoyed him because he was a cool old guy, and she was Dolly Parton. And she was Dolly Parton. Yeah. And so they went down there for like the fall festival in Dollywood was every year. So he would make barrels out there from September through November. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And then he would go to Silver Dollar City, which was in Branson, Missouri, and make barrels there. Man. And yeah, they would they drove around, they traveled everywhere, him and my grandma, and yeah, they had very awesome retirement years. And it's like Nick Offerman. <laughs> exactly. Woodworking he does. He very much was a Nick Offerman type. Yeah. Uh, Ron Swanson. <laughs> he, the, the, and that was what he felt. Like his dad... My my great grandfather died shortly after my grandpa became an adult, mm-hmm. so he always felt like he was kind of cheated out of that, and he felt mm. that uh, cheated out of knowing his dad, and he felt that his dad was kind of cheated out of his retirement years because mm-hmm. he died like right after he retired from so, what like, from a heart attack. Oh shit! Apparently, everybody in my family dies Silent of killer. heart disease or throat cancer mm. was the big one. <laughs> on it's my a good thing you stopped smoking, Adam. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was interesting to learn. So yeah, he lived it up in his retirement years and he stayed active up cool. until about six months ago where the energy level just kind of, oh. so he didn't want to write anymore. He didn't want to read anymore. Didn't want to whittle. Um, he would sleep for like 20 hours a day, which mm-hmm. kind of sucked. So that's how I feel today. And I was like, you know, this is exactly what all these depressed people I talk to tell me about. So yeah. it's like being depressed is basically like preparing your body for death. Cool. Your brain is preparing your body to die. Cool. Maybe I should give my brain a what jump it start. Wants. <laughs> give it what it wants. Or you can In get on antidepressants and oh, start ketamine. Well, not that one, but no. <laughs> I don't, unless that one works. <laughs> Apparently it does. Because oh, like yeah. I said, Ollie Sykes took ketamine and he's been nothing but successful ever since. Very true. <laughs> Very true. But he's also as dumb as a tech and kind well, of a douchebag. And so that means you will take the ketamine to further levels okay of even better levels so um so that was kind of sad it was very sad yeah and i'm sorry that and, happened and then i forgot to bring home his little tin of ashes that i had oh <laughs> so where is that at the airport <laughs> <laughs> sorry grandpa you're eternally stuck in joplin <laughs> the next the next tornado will uh, throw your tin up no boy no my i left him at my grandma's house okay so my mom's bringing them home <laughs> you can mail that so I finally learned where the origin of my middle name, because hmm. I knew that it was a distant cousin slash uncle. I had no idea who it was. Your middle name is Morton. Is Emmerich. Emmerich. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it was somebody's first name. It yeah. wasn't somebody's last name. That's always been a last name to me, too. Yeah, it usually is. But apparently it was my grandpa's aunt. Yeah. She married a guy. Named Emmerich. Your grandma's aunt. No, my grandpa's. Grandpa's aunt, aunt married a guy named Emmerich. Emmerich, yes. Oh. So technically he would be my great, great uncle. Hmm. And I, he was also my mom's godfather. Okay. And so my grandpa wrote like little pages about everybody in his family mm-hmm. and so that we would know what they were. But, you know, he left out a lot of important details. It was like, this guy was married to my aunt. And he had a really good personality. He always wore brown suits. <laughs> so you don't um, know when you should. He had yourself. sandy hair. He smoked a pipe. And then he died of throat cancer. <laughs> like, that was it. It didn't say... We have no correlation <laughs> to his death. It we didn't say it how old he was, how many kids he had, what year he died, which would have been <laughs> nice to know. Yeah. So there, all of that stuff is lost in the ages. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows years the way that I do, apparently, and keep my OCD brain together. Yes. Luckily, my mom knew that Uncle Emmerich had died in 1970, so that yeah. was good to know. But yeah, it was just kind of good to know that I can finally say my great-great-uncle's name was Emmerich, and that's oh, where cool. my stupid name comes from. Yeah, I like it, though. <laughs> I think it's a good name. I think it's good, too. Now you have two last names. I know. It was my, my grandpa's parents came from very large families. Yeah. There was like six kids on one side and seven kids on the other side. So he's got tons of aunts and uncles and cousins yeah. out there. Growing up, everyone used to call me Michael Jackson. Right. Because if you add two letters to my middle name, I'm Michael Jackson. Right. Or if you just turn mm-hmm. the S into an X. Oh, cool. A la Jackson Harrison. X. Yeah. Shaylin's <laughs> son. <laughs> we probably shouldn't talk about him on the podcast. No. He might get murdered. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. There's sometimes a picture of him because that's, that's yeah. how people murder kids. <laughs> Steal kids. Yeah. But anyway, um, so that kind of sucked. But, you know, it's fun to to expose. Good, yeah, at least to get together with family and remember the good life. He sounded like he had a like, good life. He really did he have like a good life. He like he was a good man, too. And it's fun to expose people over 60 to technology. Oh. Like how to get on the internet when you have a What's tablet. The internet? <laughs> For some reason, because they were trying to show my grandma all the nice things that people wrote on Facebook about my grandpa. Uh-huh. And she had a stylus and she was looking at it and she was just scrolling, scrolling. And all of a sudden it just went black <laughs> and she had no idea how to go back. Mm-hmm. And so my aunt, who's like in her early 60s, looks at it like, I don't know how this thing works. These things never work. Blah, blah, blah. Adam, you, you, what do you do? And I, I hit the Internet tab <laughs> and Facebook popped it right back up again. And I was like. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're just like, oh, you Whoa. discovered fire. <laughs> Adam, You are you a wizard? I am a wizard. <laughs> and you know me and technology are pretty stupid. And they were just like, oh, it's so great that you're here. You can figure out these things. It's so wonderful. 
and yeah, and then I know I'm a fucking superstar. And then my grandma <laughs> touches the tablet again, and you know it disappears. I'm like, oh, it disappeared again. This Your always grandma's... happens. These things are so stupid. Blah blah blah. And then all I did was hit the search bar, and I <laughs> typed in F A C, and Facebook popped <laughs> up, and I hit go, and Facebook came back. I'm like, this it's is not re- that difficult. Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not that difficult. But it, it is good, like, because I'm not good at a lot of things. But when I'm better at something than somebody else, I mm-hmm. always feel amazing, man. <laughs> I always feel like I'm, I'm a fucking like deity to them. Right. And even when we were looking for the funeral home to pick up my grandpa's ashes, uh-huh. my grandma got it confused. Paper. paper. Say, say, say they have a paper map. No. There was oh. no paper map. <laughs> Damn it. Because my grandma was like, oh, it's just right next to the Walgreens okay. right there. And we drive past the Walgreens, but there was no funeral home there. She was like... Oh, it must be the other Walgreens, of which there are 17 of them in Springfield, Missouri. So Everyone's so, sick in Springfield, Missouri. We're like, Grandma, how do you get to the other Walgreens? I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> so what does Adam do? Pull out trusty Waze app on yeah. his cell phone, of which my mom has Google Maps and has no idea how to use it because oh. she's 67 years old. Oh. And, you know, we got a little lost because turned the wrong way one time, but eventually made it to the funeral home. And how many funeral homes? That means you're a psychic now. I know. I might as well have just been like, I don't know, from from the future. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it was that Walgreens, not the other Walgreens. Thanks, Grandma. Uh, you live here, right? <laughs> I know. She's lived there for freaking six years. Oh, cool. <laughs> but, you know, she was a lady, and ladies don't do the driving. Oh, that's true. Yeah. My grandpa was very Old much... People are useless. My grandpa was very much, men do those kinds of things for the women. And it's kind of sad because he's written so many flowing, wonderful things about my grandma and how much he adored her. I don't know if I could ever feel that strongly about anybody. Why? Even my own wife. I'm reading it. I'm like, well, I love her, but I don't love her that much. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's like, I never, you know, like, could. But it's not. But I have like this rational side of my brain that says relationships don't last because I grew up in that. And so it's like, well, yeah, but you know, I could, what if I was happy with somebody else? Would I be? I don't know. But am I going to take the chance? No. But <laughs> like that, that thought still goes on in your brain. You can tell my grandpa. Nope. Well, because that's fucking retarded no, that's to be reality. that short sighted. No, no, it's not. Fucking reality. That's not reality. <laughs> he had it right that you only love yes. two people in your life. Yes. I've only loved three times in my life. Two of those times, it was the same person. And I'm never going to be with her again. And I don't I think know. I'm ever going to feel that way about anybody else, man. Well, that's where you're probably wrong. That's where reality, man. Nope. Fucking reality. That is not reality. Just like how the Panthers are going to beat <laughs> whoever they're playing today so you go ahead and believe that as your future okay. and stay miserable cool or change and that kill myself and kill yourself eventually yeah it may be, be tomorrow it may be six years from now could be today or you could take a different path um, and say maybe there's somebody else out there probably not <laughs> but if you allow yourself to feel that way and think that way and take chances that way Maybe I did life take could a chance. And you took I one re- chance. I did. You took one fucking chance. I did. And then and you- it turned out great until a month ago. <laughs> For seven months, yes. Just remember like the, the hill. Well, if you would have just said like, oh, I fell down six times. Might as well never go back up that again. <laughs> my, <laughs> heart sixth was, time. my heart wasn't on the line <laughs> that time, man. But your freaking matter of, matter brain, matter- your brain damage potential was on the my line. My brain damage. 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 <laughs> Exactly. You could have said, nope, I might actually get the concussion next time, so I better not go up there ever again. <laughs> right, but you still got pretty rung up with the helmet on. And then you could have said, like, oh, man, next time this happens, it could be worse. Therefore, I'm just going to sit on the ground and kill myself. I'm just saying, it's the same kind of thing. Fell in love I with. know, and there's only like three billion other women in the world, <laughs> and, and two of them, two of them, 
reje- uh, perceived rejecting you. And you know how many men there are? Exactly the same amount. <laughs> all taken. And they're all taken? <laughs> the one who has not taken doesn't want to be with me. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's how life works. Nope. That's how it's So that's what I'm saying. You can keep going down that way and then lead to eventual suicide. Or you can take a different path. And this is going on record so that I can play it for people when they ask me why I caused your suicide or didn't prevent your suicide. Eighth. I'm putting it on your tombstone when slash. I, when I kill myself. When I kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sound mine. That's probably I was why say, I that's usually why you're mentally ill. Yeah. And should probably be on medication. Yeah. <laughs> of 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 unsound mind, of sound body, and of unsound heart. I'm pretty sound body. I gotta give you that much. Oh yeah, I've been working out. I know. And of uh, and of unsound heart. The unsound mind and unsound heart are the. Yeah. There we go. Therefore, I'm never gonna be happy. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm. We're turning into devil's advocates realms here. <laughs> this is all they talk about. They're not on it anymore. Yeah. But anyway, or you could, you could just kill yourself early or die with one other person when you're 92. (laughs) To die with one person surrounded by family, great grandchildren rummaging through your things. (laughs) I was gonna say, is your is your daughter gonna name her first son Probably. Adam? Okay, you are the you are the person who saw her walk for the first time. That's true, Asshole. but I do feel like she <laughs> does not care for me that much. She likes you a lot, man. Okay, good. She loves you a lot. I say a lot of hurtful things about you when she's around. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I, that's why I was thinking she probably hates me and wants to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> she probably hates me because you've convinced her how shitty I am. No, she loves you more than. More than she loves me. That's for sure. <laughs> so she'll eventually leave you. Yeah. Just like every other. <sighs> so just stay stuck, man. Stay stuck. You will be very happy. So when we go to Big Bear in two weeks, should we try this ghost skiing or snowboarding? That just like popped in my brain while you were telling your story. I have skied in 1994. I don't know how to ski. <laughs> it's like, 21 years ago. <laughs> that might be kind of fun if it's reasonably priced. Uh, but it's going to be... <laughs> remember, it's going to be 85 degrees. <laughs> it's it's going to be warm. So it's going to be all fake snow. Yeah. Which will just be like sliding on ice all the way down. That'll be not so in the meantime, can we keep going to some shows? Because you and I have a few more shows to go to before you kill yourself. We need to see a Skylit Drive. And we'll see how I feel about needing to see Gaslight Anthem after the Brian Fallon shows. Of course we're going to see Gaslight Anthem. What the hell's okay. wrong with you? I'm just saying, like if we see... We saw them before we were Uber fans. That's what I meant, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? You said we saw them when we were Uber fans. Oh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant them. the opposite of what I said. So, um, but okay. after that, then you okay. can consider. Will you let me know when it's okay that I can do that? Yeah, which I don't think I'm ever going to be able to say, like, Mike, now's the time. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Who am You're I going to so watch Super unreliable. Bowls with? The one time I watched the Super Bowl without you, which was... 2007? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my the, the Bears were in it, and they yeah. lost. Yeah. Um, I did have his big Super Bowl party that year. Uh, Super Bowl Forty, um, I watched with Shane, which was not nearly as exciting. Okay. And yeah. Super Bowl Thirty Nine, I watched with my wife, and she fell asleep, and oh. I watched it by myself, pretty much. Oh. So yeah, this is not going to happen. You need to be there for every Super Bowl. Okay. Until I you need and to get, I... I need to get used to doing everything by myself. I'm going to be alone forever. <sighs> <laughs> oh, I love how you're getting in so annoyed by that. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> yeah, we're done. Okay, so... I got album reviews. <laughs> sound off.
Go ahead and sound off, my friend. Do you have nothing? I can't Spider-Man think of anything. Might be shown. Oh, during apparently the Super Bowl? Spider-Man might show up in the Super Bowl in the commercial. I don't know. Maybe we haven't seen the Super Bowl yet. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei playing as the aunt that Aunt May as Aunt. Oh God, I want to fuck Marissa Tomei so much. She is so. Well, now you'll get to fuck she Aunt puts, May. Like, every movie I've seen her in, she does this lip bite thing, where she like mm, she like bites her lip. That's oh my hot. god, she's so fucking hot. I don't know how she stayed so hot for the last thirty years. Mm, Twenty five years. It's fucking genetic lottery. I don't know I what it is. So. so we'll see how that goes. She was but... in that movie with Adam Sandler. Anger management. Yes. Yeah. She was really hot in that. Oh yeah, that was two thousand one. Movie was garbage. That movie is fucking hilarious. What no, are you talking about? The movie's garbage. John C. Riley is in it as a monk, and <laughs> he know, beats he the is. shit out of Adam Sandler. <laughs> but it's Adam Sandler. Look, I have Adam. He's have not doing that. Anger, he, anger he's, management the, problems. he's the straight man. Yeah, I know. To Jack Nicholson's crazy. Yeah, I said um, over easy. Yeah, I watched that movie many a time with many a mental patient. Mm-hmm. That movie's awesome. Okay. It's not unwatchable. But His name's not Fat Shit Cat. It's Meatball, and he's eating your crab cakes right now. <laughs> it's not unwatchable, but it's still a bad movie. <laughs> Marissa Tomei, she bites her lip a lot in that movie. Oh, my gosh. She's so hot. But Heather Graham is in there. Heather Graham is also in it. She is so pretty. And she's wearing a Boston Red Sox two-piece bikini. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he doesn't take advantage of her. And then she says, what am I, too skinny for you? (laughs) Should I just keep eating all of these? (laughs) And then she throws cupcakes at him. Yeah. Because it was a test. And in Boogie Nights, she does full frontal. She has a massive bush. (laughs) Well, it was the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And she she had roller skates on. The entire movie. The entire movie. That movie movie is terrible. That movie is terrible, though. That movie's not that good. Is that the one where Mark Wahlberg says, I'll do a guy if I have to, but I'd yes. rather do a girl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go Marky Mark. <laughs> He's like a terrible actor in that movie. I know Mark Wahlberg can act. No, I'm a transformer. I think I found a transformer. <laughs> what? No. I'm Mark Wahlberg. No. So I'm, Thunder Buddy? I'm preparing still for self-help, <laughs> yes. which I know we need to get to. Uh-huh. Should we just buy tickets for it or are we, are we holding we, out for yeah, it? We still have to wait, man. We, okay. we might get depressed. Are you going to be able to go to that show and the Brian Fallon show because of custody arrangements? I'll make it work. I mean, your your divorce is final in March. I have a divorce is final. Oh, you know what I was telling uh, <laughs> Joe and Laura <laughs> in March? Because I, I, just, I just casually mentioned, like, we were just casually talking about the divorce and how it was going to be finalized in March. And I was like, you know, a bachelor party seems more appropriate when you get divorced rather than when you get married. I know where I'm taking you for your bachelor party next time. Anyway. What? Because I know how you kind of like PG-13 bachelor parties. What do you mean? Because you're not a guy that likes to go to strip clubs. Oh, sure. I don't so I'm taking clubs. you to the Tilted Kilt in Temecula. Oh, yeah. That's Since why now, I go by the mall. Now I know it's there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a restaurant, right? Restaurant, yes. Yeah. But anyway, what were you saying? Anyway, I was, I was just saying how bachelor parties seem more appropriate when you get divorced than rather than when you get married. They do. They really do. So should we go there for your <laughs> celebrate your divorce on our way to the celebrate show? Celebrate my because we can my lifelong celibacy from now. We on our way to San Diego to see Brian Fallon. We could go to the Tilted Kilt. Oh, is it expensive? I have no idea, but if it's your bachelor party, then <laughs> <laughs> then we'll make it work. And then you could take a picture of surrounded by boobs, and I could just take a picture of crying. Cause like, oh, I'm never gonna have anyone. <laughs> You might hook up I'm with one. Never there. gonna. I'm never gonna feel breasts again. Maybe you should ask for a phone number and see what happens. No. No. Okay. Because then you have to share her with every other guy that comes in after you that day. That's kind of true. Every other guy that comes in the rest of the lifetime that she works there. Probably. <laughs> so I'm preparing for self help. Okay. Nineteenth. San Bernardino. I'm finishing up. Let's see. I did listen to some Moose Blood. Oh, did you enjoy that? Moose Blood is fucking awesome. That's a great album. What's the name of the album again? The name of the album is "I'll Keep You in Mind" yes. from Time to Time, I believe. That was a great album great like emo revival album because they're from the uk too yes they are from kent england hmm. and yeah a very i'd say taking back sunday yeah mixed with brand new yes i got some van some brand new stuff um but yeah there i think there was only two songs on here i didn't care for oh and one of them is called kelly kapowski 
Oh, I like that song. Really? Yeah, uh, I just song. could not get into that song, <laughs> even though I really love me some Kelly Kapowski, Kelly Kapowski. circa 1991. Fine. Yeah, let's say 93. <laughs> I was like, uh, that, she's one of the girls like I wanted to have sex with when I didn't so know what sex was. hard. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just thought like sex is like you just roll around naked with someone <laughs> back, back in the day. You touch the slit. <laughs> I was totally thinking about that <laughs> when I realized the first time I watched porn. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what happens. Oh, you put yeah, yeah. that in the slit. Inside. There's a hole in the slit. Right. Because prior, prior to, you know, age 11 when I first saw porn, <laughs> yeah. I never really knew what the slit was for. Yeah, yeah. I did not get it. It's just there. It's like, like it's like where the butt just comes all the way back up. I guess so. Yeah. So, um, but then when I saw real porn for the first time when I was about 11, uh-huh. um, I was like, Oh. oh, all this makes sense now. And I still don't know what that That's means. where babies come from. I still don't know why he shot out a little bit of pee at the end. His pee looks weird. I know. Or maybe it's, it's my squirts. pee. It looks a little bit of squirts, and then mm. she was rubbing it on her mm. on her massive bush because it was <laughs> 80s porn. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much eyeshadow and mustaches. Oh, oh my God, yes. The but anyway, hair. Kelly Kapowski was hot for the 90s when there wasn't a lot of hot in the but 90s. But not so hot for the Moose Blood album. Not so hot for that song, but... The rest of the album is really good. Yeah. I think track two, I didn't care for that one. But yeah, everything else was right on point. And I'm really hoping to see I this I would band. highly recommend this album to people. This is their only album. Uh, so it came out you, 2014. Yeah, if you, want, if, you want, if you want some great like alternative rock emo revival stuff, go check out Moose Blood. Uh, I, I think about you from time to time. I still I think about you. keep you in mind from I time keep to time. In mind. Yeah, that's the one. Keep you in mind time to time. So um, then, how about we talk about... Speaking of hot, Tonight, tonight Alive. Mm-hmm. So I listened to the entire first album, What Are You So Scared Of, without looking at any pictures or videos <laughs> of her. Okay? I wanted <laughs> okay. to get we'll this a full on. And so I was like, okay, I had like my visualization because <laughs> I had seen the tiny picture of the band on the Wikipedia page. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, she just kind of looks like a she normal girl. Her, right? I didn't see her up close. Yeah. So I got the whole understanding of the album and I was like, oh, this album's pretty fucking good. I gave it a 9 out of 13 oh. for What Are You So Scared Of? I didn't Did enjoy you? it that much. No? I thought it was pretty adequate, like th- old school Paramore. Like, I'm not a Paramore fan, but I enjoy Paramore songs. I thought her voice was closer to Ash Costello. Okay, yeah. But they're very um, similar They're very similar, yeah. So, and there was, some, there was another female singer in there that I couldn't place, but I know that you and I listened to. Maybe some Lights? I'm thinking she has some oh, lights like to, elements. To her, to her voice? Yeah. Not musically, of mm, course. No, not musically. Not even songwriting style. So maybe a little bit like vocal style. Vocal yeah. styles. Um, there's a track on here featuring Mark Hoppus. Oh, yes. Called Thank You and Goodnight, which is just about, I went out with you. I don't like you. So I'm going to go home now. Mark Hoppus <laughs> is like 40 years her senior. <laughs> He's a, at least 18 years older than her. At least. So it's kind of hard to think of him as like the love interest <laughs> in the song. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Mark um, but this is 84 years old. <laughs> I'd say like the first seven al- first se- seven songs on this album are pretty good. And then the last half is yeah. not so good. It, so, it, it definitely doesn't end as the, well. The last two songs are really good. There are some great, there's some good stuff on there. To Die For and What Are You So Scared Of, the title track, I thought were good. Closers. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then I watched the video oh. for a little song called Starlight, Oh, which was the first single. And oh, my God. Is it she? Is fucking gorgeous? hot as fucking yeah. fuck and fucking fuck. so pretty, dude. <laughs> and they're from Australia. They're from Australia, yeah. exactly. And she had that like old school Jenna Jameson look going on, don't you think? Yeah, she's like petite and she, yeah, she's like, <sighs> Oh my God. She's so pretty. That was 2011 that this album came out. So I did kind of the same thing for The Other Side, <laughs> <laughs> which was an album I did not care for as much. Okay. I still gave it a seven out of 12. Mm-hmm. So, not too bad, not too good, but Lonely Girl, great song. Oh, yes. Complexes. I like Com- Complexes was a great song, and No Different were very good songs. Mm. But, you know, then it's just kind of thrown in with some ho-hum, kind of pop-punkish kind of stuff. Yeah. So, it's, it's so, so if, you don't, if you don't know by now, it's like a female-led pop-punk. Yes. Uh, very similar to Paramore uh, and other female vocal pop punk band yeah but i thought um, the, the music stood out more on the other side than yeah. on the pr- first album yeah yeah I'd, but, I'd say so too and yeah it's 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 kind of it's kind of what you expect but there are some good songs here and there yeah so and so i watched the video for lonely girl oh she looked fucking hot in there. is she good so I, I haven't pretty? watched any of the videos for the two singles they released for the upcoming album because mm-hmm. i'm gonna wait oh, yeah 
we didn't mention that they're they're they're, they're having an album probably like in April. We, I think. we mentioned it two two months oh, ago, or we? two weeks ago oh, at our last show. Okay, good. I don't know when it comes out though. Is it March? I think it comes out in April. Okay. Either way, we'll. I guess we won't hear it before self help then. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, we'll probably hear some new songs. Probably. So um, then I started listening to La Dispute. Ah yes, so, we're checking out their discography. There's yet one more show coming up in June, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be seeing. Thrice. Oh, the Thrice Reunion Tour. Thrice Reunion Tour of 2016. Which is funny because we started this podcast talking about the Thrice Farewell Tour. <laughs> exactly. And the only thing we've said farewell to since that time has been Mike's Love Life. Oh, oh. that's true. Well, we have said farewell to a lot of a lot of bands that we don't want to listen to anymore. Yeah. but um, Friends who have moved away. Friends who have moved away. X's, whatnot. Yes. So, yes, Vancouver was the first EP. Oh, yeah. Not so great. They get better. Okay. Because, yeah, <laughs> like Future Wars, the first track I thought was kind of cool. But there may I have been one, one other song that stood out, and I don't even remember what it was now. I love their style, too. Like The spoken a, word thing. This yeah. is very Canadian softball, isn't it? It, it is. But okay. It, it, but it's not, it's not done in a whiny emo sort of sense. It's True. done in like a very aggressive... I mean, kind of like um, being as an ocean. They they kind of do yes. the spoken word thing every now and then, but less question. Uh, but a lot dispute does it in more of a song timing sort of way, instead of just randomly saying words <laughs> to the tune of music <laughs> behind me. Although, here here and here here too are oh, kind yeah, of that. They're they're that they're that very much. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why you gave me those ones as being their discography. Did you feel like it rounds out the band in some way? Those EPs? Well, I yeah. felt like we'll be talking about because those more next most week. of those songs weren't in the full-length albums because mm-hmm. they have a lot more EPs, but a lot of those songs made it to the uh, full lengths. Oh, so okay. I gave you because so, that was like kind of a concept thing that okay. I read that they for the here here part one two and three. Okay, so um, yeah, Vancouver. You know, it was a good introduction to them, but nothing that really stood out. Yeah. I did like the untitled seven-inch EP. Oh yes, um, those two tracks I really enjoyed. I haven't listened to them now for about a week, so I don't remember what I enjoyed, but I remember them being very good songs. Mm-hmm. The two songs I kind of called... plowed through their whole like discography, especially that I was on I was on the plane, ah, and yes. uh, like when I wasn't reading my book, I was just listening to music. So I had, just plowed through all of their. Had uh, you listened to them in the past? Uh, I've only heard of them. Okay, because I could have swore La Dispute was an honorable mention in 2014 with their album. No, I haven't listened to them before then. It was That's probably weird. another band that probably sounds the same. Wow. Okay. So. um... Yeah, I've started listening to Here Here and Here Here Two, mm-hmm. which is just kind of random talking. And sometimes there's music in the background, sometimes there's <laughs> sometimes. not. Sometimes. And so I'll be talking about those two next week. And yeah, I gotta I gotta pace myself because okay. I'm moving on to. Let's see, I got Law Dispute and Emery. Oh yes, we're gonna we'll start be talking Emery about Emery. Cool. We're starting. So for Dance Shout out Showmo, again to Dance Showmo Dance. If he's made it this far into the podcast. He, was, he still is. <laughs> he said thanks for the shout out last time. Oh, good. Out. So yeah, I've, after hearing Toby Morell on the Lead Singer Syndrome, I was like, fucking A, I got to freaking listen to this because yeah. um, we, we told him. If you want more Toby Morell, he has his own podcast, the Bad Christian Podcast. Exactly. Or he's also like talked to like Aaron Gillespie and Dustin Kensrew and others others etc etc it's mainly musicians who identify as christian so um i'm looking forward to that um we talked about shomo back in september it's been a long time since he initially gave us emory so okay it took five months (laughs) there's there about a lot's happened in that time but um yeah so i'm listening to the week's end Mm, this week and i'll get my review next week Cool. Carry on from there. Oh, and also River Oaks. Oh, yes. Shane Sil- Told. Shane Told. Of three Silver song Steam. EP. Digging it so far? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It I don't know why. He, away, but it's, it's I don't know good. why it's only three songs when he That's probably all he could write. <laughs> seems like, oh, man, I was going to write more songs, but I got to talk to Spencer Chamberlain exactly. of Underroad. And Aaron Gillespie coming up this week. Yes. That'll be interesting. Listen to our show first, but. And then maybe listen to Aaron Gillespie later, but let them know that we sent you and our show is better. We need to, we need to <laughs> we talk need to, to Shane. We need to have like podcast wars. We, I mean, Hawthorne Heights was nice enough to promote us. Yeah, that was very and, cool of them. 
they're they're actually like following through on everything they say they'll do yeah. on the podcast, which I was surprised about. So I was like, I I wish I would have put a bigger plug for our show <laughs> into that podcast, but. Eh. Um, so, you know, if we can, we can get Shane to give us a little bit of a shout out, that'd be kind of oh, cool too. You got to call the hate but line. But we're going to keep on listening because we got to call the hate line. Let them know that Skinny with Mike and Adam is a much better show and we have better guests. <laughs> <laughs> guests that may or may not be voiced by us. Be fictional characters <laughs> voiced by two idiots. <laughs> so, yeah, I've enjoyed like all, I mean, there's only been two lead singers on that that I didn't know of the bands and Emery was one of them and yeah. Simple Plan was the other one but everybody else has been right up my alley that's, that's a great show yeah I'm hoping We're very for, jealous um, some uh, even bigger names as time goes by Brian Fallon that would be kind of cool and I love how like all these guys are giving Brian Fallon such awesome props yeah because like because Shane told amazing. talked about he was driving to the Brian Fallon show and yeah. he wasn't able to make it because of weather yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere between Toronto and Pennsylvania. It's or okay, something. Shane. We'll let you know how it, how it goes. We will let you know because we will be there. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for checking out the show this week. Please tune in again next week. We should have a show next week, right? No reason not to. No reason not to. So check out the Skinny with Mac and Adam. Go check out the MeltingPod.net. Check out our friends over there, Dead Bedouins, Shit Rick Says, uh, Generation Oddcast, and the Magic Mike Show. What was the name of that show again? It's been two solid months since your Uncensored Reality has That's had a new show. episode. And I'm I'm wondering if he's given up. I'm wondering what's up. Uh, that's fine. Hey. The skinny Mike and Adam's better anyway. <laughs> of course we are. <laughs> we always are. All right, guys. So for my co-host, who is not Mike McCullough, I am also not Mike Adam Gort. And I guess uh, it really just depends on you if we have a show in the future. Oh, that's right. Because, you know, somebody may be dead by next mm. week. You never know. Yeah, it's not like you know how to do the show, too. You don't know how to edit or post to the thing. I can you leave me a post-it on, <laughs> on your laptop? I'll put, I'll put like seven post-its. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Well, I'm changing all my strings. I'm going to write another traveling song. About all the billion highways and the cities at the break of dawn. Well, I guess the 